Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 23rd day of April. I'm Paul White. Thank you for joining me. We're in Mark chapter 8, and we are in the middle of the segment that really takes up verses 13 to 21, where Jesus has a conversation with his disciples, warning them off of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And what we did yesterday is introduce this passage, and we brought you up to the Pharisees and and this leaven, this, this dropping in of any idea. Sometimes it's good. It's The kingdom is once called leaven. Sometimes it's considered sinful. It's Most of the time it's considered law or legality. Paul says a little leaven leavens the whole lump, meaning whatever you put it, you don't have to put in much, but it affects the whole thing. Paul's talking about that in terms of going back to the law. So if you go back to the law a little bit, it affects the entire thing. Well, we can actually use Paul here to help understand Jesus. That happens a lot in the teachings of Paul. He helps us understand some things Jesus says. I think that's a natural progression when you consider that Jesus once told us that he had many things to say, but he couldn't say them until they'd received the Holy Spirit. Paul then sort of becomes, in some ways, the rounding out of some of those thoughts. So when Jesus says, take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod, How does his disciples take this? Let's start in verse 16. They reasoned among themselves saying, it is because we have no bread. And so this is the disciples thinking is still dominated by the material. They're only thinking in natural terms. And that leaves you blind to the true vocation of Jesus. Because if you think only in terms of the natural, you will often miss the things of the spiritual. Paul would say to the Romans, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And that doesn't mean that you sit around thinking about sin. It means that your mind focuses on the natural realm at the expense of the spiritual. This is not all there is. When you look around and you see the tangible things of this world, this is not all there is. This is simply the natural. But there's more going on. The disciples think only in terms of the natural. Jesus goes, beware the leaven of the Pharisees. They, they, for some odd reason, think about bread like natural bread as if the Pharisees and Herod are offering natural bread. Now, they might have thought he surely means it allegorically, but they didn't have any sense of how he meant it spiritually. And so Jesus, verse 17, being aware of it, said to them, Why do you reason because you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive nor understand? Is your heart still hardened? Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? And do you not remember when I broke the five loaves for the 5,000? How many baskets full of fragments did you take up? And they answered him, 12. Also, when I broke the seven for the 4,000, how many large baskets full of fragments did you take up? And they said, seven. So he said to them, how is it you do not understand? So Jesus points out the fragment number, 12 and seven. And as we said to you, in those miracles, during the teaching those miracles in Mark, that those numbers would have had spiritual significance to a Hebrew audience. Twelve is the number of their government, their foundation. There's twelve tribes of Israel. Jesus chooses twelve disciples to be in his inner circle. Because for Israel, that's a number that represents a 
kingdom, a ruling, a government. They put 12 stones into the Jordan from the land of the wilderness. They take 12 stones out of the Jordan and put them up as a pillar in the promised land because you're leaving behind one way of governing yourself and you're moving into another way of governing yourself. So Jesus leaves 12 baskets of fragments. And then there's seven, which in their creation story is the perfection and fullness of God. Seven is the amount of times Joshua marches around Jericho where the walls come tumbling down. Seven is the number of times Naaman dips in the river Jordan and is healed of his lepros or his leprosy. Seven is the number of locks on Samson's head of hair that represents the covenant of God's strength with his people. That seven repeats itself over and over again. So when Jesus feeds the four thousand, how many baskets does he take up? Seven. Do you not understand? Jesus says. So really, Jesus' role is teaching and training. And it comes to the real foreground in this part of the narrative because his reproach is the failure to recognize and realize that the Lord who miraculously provided for 5,000, who miraculously provided for 4,000 and their families, that's the fragments being taken up, is perfectly capable of taking care of his disciples. His warning is watch out. For the little things, that's why he calls it leaven, for the little things that the Pharisees and Herod, who is a quote-unquote Jewish king, will sneak into your day-to-day living, beware of them, because those little sneaky things become flies in the ointment. They multiply, and and it destroys the whole thing. Watch me for provision. Don't fall into the pattern that they will teach you of watching your own self, working for your own salvation, trying to do in order to achieve. Jesus is the one worthy of our total faith. He's the one who, and he's going to reveal that to them in the days to come. And it seems like he's pushing back against the infatuation with religious performance that's found even in his own disciples. We don't often think of the disciples that way. I say we, let me just say me. I don't often think of the disciples as a group of men who adhere to certain sets of religious performances, but they most certainly were. They could be easily impressed by the Pharisees. They could be easily impressed by Herod. Why, how would they not be? We're all easily impressed by power, by authority. And when that power and authority speaks to us, we get equally and easily impressed by what it says. We even can do this with ministers. If you're not careful, you'll listen to, you might even listen to me. And you listen a lot and you feed off of what I say and to the point that you start to take it without filtering it through the sound of the Spirit. And just say, well, if he says it, I believe it. And we, we may not even realize sometimes that we're doing that, but we take it with more than a particular grain of salt when we hear it from certain sources. And so Jesus warns us about that leaven. It won't be much, but whatever it is will end up doing harm. Tomorrow we go with Jesus and the disciples to Bethsaida where he's going to heal a blind man. And this is the this will be the famous moment of touching him twice. And so uh, we're going to get into what that might mean tomorrow. We'll see you then. God bless.